during an intense retreat, I came face to face with my trauma. I realized that all of my life I had been operating from the ego, which you come to find out in the podcast that I believe ego is a fancy word for fear. I was tired of operating from this state of mind. I knew I had to change something in my life. And that's when I felt I had to share how I evolved daily by operating from a state of love and awareness instead of ego. Each episode will shine light on our romantic relationships, the ones with our families and friends, and most importantly, the one with self. My name is Lillian Hernandez, and I'm your host. I am a life and success coach, author, mother, and wife. I don't know it all, but all that I know, I love to share. Is this love or ego? Podcast starts now. So let's get to it. And here are five ways and five things that I've done. So I'm going to tell you five ways that you can release your, what no longer serves you. And these are things that I've done. So I know that they work and they've worked for me. They might not work for every single person. And Hey, when I give you these tips, go ahead and change it up. Do what serves you right, right? This is just a starting point. It's not the exact blueprint on how you should do things. This is just a starting point for you to open up, you know, and motivate you to try something different and get out of your shell because, Hey, we're in a new year. So why not do things in a new way? (laughs) So Here's five ways. One, well, the first thing that helped has helped me and I know will continue to help me is admitting what I've done, right? Admitting to things that I've done, admitting to what I have taken a part of, admitting to being a person who has used their ego over love in many instances and understanding that that's not who I want to be is what has allowed me to make room for better things because holding on to wanting to be right instead of learning to keep the peace used to put me in a position of being a stubborn person. And I don't like to identify myself that way. And I don't like to be called stubborn because people who are stubborn are not very open-minded and I consider myself to be so, which is why I'm always learning new things and new ways and opening up myself to new resources to try to do things differently in life because we're trying to learn to work smarter, not harder. So yeah, number one is admitting that you have taken part in some things in your life so that you don't fall back into the same cycles, right? And the same patterns, because really at the end of the day, what we do are patterns or habits and choices that we make. And then we fall into a cycle of why me? And that keeps you really not facing you. So instead of why me say, what, what is me doing? So what am I contributing to the lack of success in my like my life? It, it could be your relationships, your job, it could be your health. Like what is it that you're not holding yourself accountable for? So what are you playing a part of and then acting like you're not? And then you think that the universe doesn't know. And then you are rewarded and compensated for what you do and don't do. So admitting is a huge part of releasing what no longer serves you because when you can keep it real with yourself, you can keep it real with others and others will keep it real with you, including the universe. So a a number two is something I do often. It's something that works for me 
and I've seen offhand that it works for me. And it, it's just so it's more relieving than anything else, because when I do this, I am literally like letting go of thoughts, ideas, people, patterns, um, pains and heaviness that I feel I carry on my shoulders. And so I turn on my fireplace and I burn it. But I before I used to turn on my fireplace, I used to do this practice and I would burn it as I burned a candle and I would put little sticky notes and just burn it right inside the candle. Um, but you could do bonfires just as long as you do it in a safe way, do it. If you're a person that doesn't like to burn things for whatever reason, then shred it, shred it, just shred your paper. But what I advise you to do is write things down on a piece of paper, a notebook. There's a book called, um, I think it's like write and then burn the book or something like that, um, that they sell. I know at target, but write it on a sticky note, write it on a piece of paper, write it on the back of an envelope that you get from junk mail. You know, you don't have to waste literal paper, but write things that don't serve you, shred it, burn it, whatever works for you. As I said, because when you write something down, it makes it very concrete. But then when you release it in a way, whether, especially if you burn it, I feel like it goes back into the universe and something happens when you really concretely let it go. So I can't explain what exactly happens, but I know that the effect of it is very relieving and it feels like a weight is lifted off your shoulders. The third one takes some work, but being present as simple as it sounds is not as it sounds. It's not easy, but try every time you find yourself thinking of something that's hurting you or thinking of the past, remember that it's no longer hurting you right now. It's really your thoughts. So when it creeps up in your head, take ownership of those thoughts and control them in a way where you acknowledge it and you say, okay, this is the thought I'm having. You don't have to go deep every single time it comes up that why is happening, but more so, okay, it came up. Thank you for the reminder, but right now it's no longer serving me. So I'm going to move to something present. And a lot of times what helps you become present, this is why a lot of people go to, um, foods and things like that, because they want to feel in the moment, they want to taste something, but we have five senses. So why not redirect our eyes to something that's relaxing? It could be a tree. It could be a leaf. It could be something that we meditate with something that allows us to see things literally in a better sense. Why not smell something, turn on a candle or an incense or, you know, get some essential oils. I love vanilla. I love peppermint and just Get those senses going to bring your body into the present moment and your mind will follow. So being present will allow you to not hold so much space for things that are no longer serving you in this moment. And number four is taking ownership of your current reality, meaning what is happening is only happening right now. And what happened in the past is no longer happening in this moment. And it's, it's hard to, to act like it's, it's not our reality, but really we're creating our future right now. Right? Like, so a lot of people say, oh my gosh, I really want to lose weight. I really want to get to this many pounds or whatever. Well, what are you doing today? Are you working out? Are you eating healthy? Are you sleeping? Cause all of these are things that people really don't talk about when you're going to lose weight. And I'm, I'm part of that, that group that is aware of what we need to do, right? I've been, I've been the person that complains about the way, and I've been the person that hustles in the gym and with my nutrition and everything. But when you are 
working out to feel better and look better. It's not just working out. That's, that's a snip of it. It's what you eat. It's how much water intake you have. And also the rest rest is so crucial for people who work out. You know, that what you really need is rest. Your body needs to rest in between workouts and between, especially if you lift weights, um, you know, you even have to rest in between sets. So rest is crucial. But if you're not resting, you're not hydrating yourself, you're not hydrating yourself properly, you're not eating the right foods, and you're not working out consistently, you're not going to get the results in three, six months or a year from now that you expect because you're creating your future right now. So if you think that one that you're going to wake up in the shape of your dreams, it's because you're dreaming. You need to wake up months later after putting in so much work. And it's important to take ownership of that. Understand that for you to release things that no longer serve you, you have to take ownership of these things and create a new reality and be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Because a lot of times when we don't take ownership of our current reality is because we're stuck in old patterns. You're no longer a child. You don't need to sit in front of the TV and have dinner and not move from there for the rest of the evening. Your body is asking you to move, move, if you really love your body and you love yourself, you will allow it to flow. It doesn't have to be intense workouts. You could do yoga. You could do Zumba. Find the things that you really love and enjoy. But it, you're not going to find it if you don't try it, right? So really take ownership of your future by changing what you're doing now. That is a big way to release what no longer serves you. And for those of you in 2024 creating New Year resolutions or those who are rebooting, right? Like reads just booting the entire list that you didn't get to in 2023. And you're like, okay, this is my year, then own it. If you really want at the end of the year for you to look back and say, wow, this was my year, then you just got to make it happen. That's just the only way you have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable and take ownership of your current reality. And the fifth way to release what no longer serves you is drum roll, drum roll, drum roll, clean. <laughs> clean. It's like the oldest tip and hack of the book. Okay. Um, if you really want to make space in your life, just clean, clean your closets, your drawers of things that you don't wear that don't fit you. Oh, one day might fit me again. Let it go. Let it go. It's not yours anymore. It doesn't serve you anymore. Whether it's in or out of style, it's not yours. Let it go. Donate it. If you have socks that have holes in them, let it go. What are you saying that, that you deserve to wear socks with holes in them? Just, just let it go. There's no way you're going to make room for bigger and better things when you're stuck on things that have holes in them and stains on them. That doesn't create a good energy um, for you. It just, it, it doesn't. It's saying that that's what you deserve and that's what you're going to, you know, project. And what you show the world and you show yourself is what the universe is going to give you in return. So declutter, there's many ways to declutter. And these are all free things that I'm telling you and you trust declutter your contacts. There's people you don't talk to, don't want to talk to. Maybe you haven't spoken to in forever. They probably don't even have that number. Delete it, delete it, delete it, delete it. Go to your social media pages. Who are you following? What, why does, you know, do, why do you feel so heavy when you go to social media? What kind of pages are you following the news? Are you following family and friends that only talk about politics and complain about things that happen in their life. I mean, declutter your social media. 
I'm not telling you go ahead and block every single person and call everybody toxic, but thank goodness. I know Instagram has it and I know that Facebook has this tool where you can mute people. You can mute their posts and their stories. Never see what they post, but remain friends. So whenever you want to reach out and say hello and see how they're doing, you can go ahead on their feed and you can go ahead and send them a message and there is no bad blood. But for your mental health and the energy that you really require in your life, flood your feed, your timeline, your news feed with good energy, with things that are going to align with who you want to be in six months or a year. If you're a person who wants to start investing, then flood your timeline with real estate, stocks, mutual funds, and trust funds. Just flood it with that. If you're a person who wants to heal emotionally and spiritually, go ahead and flood your feed with life coaches and therapists and motivational speakers. Do that. If your person wants to work out, then go ahead and follow a bunch of fitness trainers and nutritionists and people who are here to, to help you heal from the inside out and people who are preparing healthy meals and, and get your options out there. You are the creator of your life. You're the one who's creating your future right now, as I mentioned earlier. So by cleaning and decluttering, you're removing people and things and ideas from your current reality right now that's going to shape your future later. If there's clothing you're holding on to, get rid of it. Make room for better and bigger things. There was a lady, for example, that I believe this story was told um, by the author of The Secret, which is all about the law of attraction. And this is what I talk about anyway. This whole episode is, is about the law of attraction, releasing things that no longer serve you so you can make space for love in your life. A lot of times we're holding on to things of ego. It's fear. It's fear that if we let it go, then we have no control over certain things in our lives. And it's the opposite. The more you let go, the more things will come back to you. Life is about circles and, and flows of life and cycles. And if you don't let go of things, the same thing is going to come back to you. So letting go makes room for bigger and better things. So let me come back to this lady that I learned about. Her situation was that she was single for a very long time and she wanted to find a partner. And she felt that she wasn't being very successful in it. And she also realized that her life was not designed to have anyone fit in her life. Basically, she had a very small bed and she decided to get a king size and sleep on one side of the bed instead of the middle. So she can attract a space where this person could sleep beside her every night. She also had a garage space that fit two cars and she used to park right in the middle, which obviously meant there was no room for anyone. And one day she decided that she would start operating as if this person lived with her, her future husband or wife or partner, whatever. And she started to park on one side of the garage so that whenever she had a partner, they would put their car right next to hers. And long and behold, with some time after she got married and moved on with her life. And she realized that she wasn't making room for this person. She had a closet full of clothing and instead made space so that this person could eventually put their clothes in. I mean, there's so many things that we do in our lives where we want people in our lives, but we don't physically make room for them. The same thing happens where we don't mentally, emotionally, financially make room for the life that we want and deserve. So in this new year, and for those who are listening, share this episode with your people, because there are things in our lives that we're not doing, yet we expect a different result. Your future is made by what you do today. 
February is based on what you do in January and so forth. March will be based on February. Imagine if you stayed on course and you made room in your life for all the things that you desire and deserve. And by December of this year, you'll be feeling accomplished. You'll be feeling lighter in so many senses of the word, physically and emotionally and mentally and spiritually. You'll feel lighter. You won't feel as heavy because you're no longer carrying things that don't serve you. And I know that all of this sounds easier said than done, but they are easy to do. None of this requires you to spend a dime. I know you don't have to buy a king size bed. You can sleep on one side of the bed while your partner sleeps on the other, no matter how small it is. But that was just an example. But hey, these are only five ways. Tweak them, you know, do one, start with start small. If it's just writing things down and getting rid of it so that you can start making plans for what you really desire in life, then do that. But never, never, never stop dreaming, stop, um, you know, writing things that you really do desire. And so what, if you didn't get to accomplish certain goals in 2023, 2024 is here for you to do them now. So try these things to declutter and happy new year. Thank you for being here for the entirety of this episode. If you're still here, you have either learned something or enjoyed the conversation. I hope it was both. And since you're still here, please rate and review this podcast so that others like yourself can discover this show, learn, and enjoy it too. The biggest compliment you can give someone is a five-star rating. So don't be shy and help us grow. And don't forget, may you be the love that you wish to receive.